If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Another round of widespread rain and heavy snow in the mountains is shaping up for another drenched state of California in the coming week and could create hazard for holiday travelers. So participation is likely to begin today, and it's going to become more widespread tomorrow. So Sonoma County could receive up to eight inches of rain by Christmas morning, and forecasters have urged us residents that are typically near wildfire burn scars to monitor those forecasts. Absolutely. I got to replace my windshield wipers. (laughs) Those things are going to be putting in work. Has some good news going into the end of the year, and I feel like the world could use some right now. The average price for a gallon of gas has fallen by six cents to $3.41. So industry experts say that gas prices have been dropping over the last month because of lower crude oil prices. And the highest price average for gas is in San Francisco. Shocker. $4.77 cents per gallon and the lowest per gallon price is in houston texas two dollars and 83 cents wow that's pretty cheap that's real cheap my cousin texted me over the weekend was like how much is gas in california and i'm like you know you just google this right (laughs) (laughs) well lauren elena felt her knees in the grand Ole opry sacred circle saturday night with trisha yearwood's surprise invitation to become the newest opry's member now in the middle of Trisha Yearwood's set, uh, Lauren walked on stage, and Trisha asked Lauren to accept the Opry invitation. I have some surprises for you. First of all, I know your mom's here, but I also know that your dad is here. No, he's not. Yes, he is. So he's super proud of you right now. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I have the honor of asking you, on behalf of the Grand Ole Opry, if you would please accept our invitation to become the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. Now, if you watch the clip, she's literally on her knees on stage. She said it was like, you know, getting proposed to almost. (laughs) Now, the Opry induction plans to be held on a to-be-announced date in early 2022. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. I saw this little fun little thread going on Facebook, and I thought it was great. The post was, what are some good things that happened to you in 2022? And it just put a smile on my face. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at all these good things that are happening to all these people. Uh, so we posted it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Got some fantastic responses. Like Kristen from Santa Rosa, she said, had our daughter in September. Congratulations! All right, Jerry from Georgia said, I jumped out of a plane in the summer, one of the coolest experiences of my life. And Aaron from Petaluma said, one year married, bought a house, prego with our first (laughs) nugget, 2021 was a doozy, so blessed. Woo! What a year for Aaron. Yeah. Incredible. So Tanner, would you like to share some good things that happened to you in 2021? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is I started a new relationship in 2021 with my girlfriend, Cammie, and it has been going so great. We moved in together, started our lives together, and I'm just, I, I feel so lucky to be in that situation. Good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with us, Tanner. Of course. Um, I, I guess some good things that happened to me in 2021 was, I, this is 
so cheesy. I got to spend a tremendous amount of time with my dog. It was awesome. <laughs> That's the best thing. I was like looking forward to it every time I got home. I was like, yeah, time with my dog. <laughs> and we bonded. And then my partner, Cole, got a new position at work. So I'm actually seeing him now as opposed to not seeing him at all. That's awesome. So it's been really great. Um, looks like we're getting a phone call. Who's this? It's your friend Karen from uh, Clear Lake. So good things that happened in 2021. I'll, I'll cut to the chase. Okay. Um, I got a great job with a company that I, I really like. I got my Mini Cooper back on the road. It had been in my garage for four years with a broken motor. And, uh, and I had a housemate that I really enjoyed for the last six months. So there you go. That's awesome. And we are so glad to hear. Wow. These are all great things, Karen. Love you guys. I've also gotten to listen to Amber and Tanner more than ever before since the pandemic. So I really Yay. like that. I <laughs> love that. Well, thank you so Woo! much for all your support. Amber and Tanner in the morning. According to our Instagram story, 64% of Sonoma County cannot fathom having a favorite child. Kelly Rippa, on the other hand, can. I have a favorite child and I have a favorite dog, but they don't know who they are. As a matter of fact, each one of my kids accuses the other child of being my favorite. Amber, do you think it's wrong to have a favorite child or a favorite dog or a hamster or whatever? Kind of. It, <laughs> it's hard for me to say because I was definitely the favorite. <laughs> really? And I feel bad for my brother. <laughs> I think, so, yes, I think it's wrong. I think it's kind of natural, honestly, to have a favorite. And I'm saying this as someone who was not the favorite child growing up. What? My brother Ryan was absolutely the favorite and is still the favorite. And that's something I've just learned to deal with. Uh oh. Is it because he's a suck up, maybe? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Joining the show right now is Lauren from Sonoma. Hi, Lauren. What do you think? I have really strong feelings about that favorite child. I raised mine for 16 years on my own and. One could end up really resenting the fact that maybe you like one better than the other Mm -hmm. and think you don't love them as much. So I think equal love among all is great. No favoritism. That's my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's time for a Christmas Price is Right. Tanner Chambers, come on down. Oh, thank you so much. I just came down the aisle. It's so nice to be here. (laughs) All right. So I've gathered a list of some Christmas favorites. And Tanner, you have to guess the price within a dollar. Ooh, okay. I am so excited about this. And if you get them all right, I'll get you a eggnog latte from S Bucks. Oh, yes. How about that? That sounds good today, too. (laughs) I hope they have it. They're always out. All right. (laughs) First item on the list is... A Reese's Holiday Peanut Butter Milk Christmas Tree. I just bought one of these, and I think it was like three bucks. Three, $3.59. Woo. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. The movie Elf on Blu-ray. I'm going to say $15. No way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. A bacon Christmas ornament. It's 7 inches by 1.5 inches. It's mold blown made with glass. I have a suspicion that this is going to be expensive. I'm going to go with $32. Dang it. It's $5. Dang. All right. 
You should know this one. Are you ready? An artificial Christmas tree. It's seven and a half feet, pre-lit with clear lights, and it's a Virginia pine. That is my Christmas tree exactly. I'm going to guess $211. Dang. Must be nicer than mine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's the last one. Seven and a half foot inflatable Santa. There's double deer, double reindeer with a sled with built-in LED lights. Plus it's waterproof. Ooh. How much? $145, Amber. $189.99. Dang. For the most part, you did pretty well. Yeah, I I feel pretty good about that. (laughs) Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So Casey Clark, she's a freelance writer and mental health advocate from New York City. She recently wrote an article that went viral, and right now it's up on Yahoo. Um, And she was talking about how the holidays are difficult for her because of food shaming. And that's something I really want to take time on and talk about today. Now, for some people, the holidays can bring joy. Um, Brings a lot of joy for me. You think about your grandma's pie. You think about all those gifts you're giving and receiving. Macaroni and cheese. I mean, need I say more? Um, And of course, relaxing with our family members that we might have missed over the past couple years. But the season isn't that simple for everyone, especially when, you know, we join our family at the table. We might hear some common food shaming phrases and feel really ostracized. Instead of celebrating the joy and happiness that food can bring, it creates all this anxiety and all this fear. You know, I went to a Christmas party recently where, you know, I heard things like, I shouldn't go get that second slice of pie or I shouldn't go back for more pizza. And, you know, I've been in family events where they're like, are you sure you want to get seconds? I'm like, yes, absolutely. What is it to you? Like, it's weird that people would look at you as if you have no right to do so, no right to get seconds. And you shouldn't spend the holidays worried about what your relatives will think if you do go get that second slice of pie. And, you know, you're sitting at this table with a finished plate in front of you and you should feel grateful that you do have food on the table, but instead you're not feeling satisfied. You know, you want more delicious holiday food, but you don't want to hear those comments and you don't want to feel bad about yourself. So be aware of the should and shouldn'ts that might come for you this holiday season and be aware of what you're saying to other people because we don't want the people we love to feel guilt and feel shame, especially during the holiday season. Um, So create some food rules that give you a sense of structure and safety and control. And food is an easy target. So be kind to each other, especially when it comes to food this holiday season. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. From Froggy 92.9. This is the Froggy Secret Sound. For $500 and tickets to Country Summer, what is that sound?
Brandy from Roner Park, you have one guess for the Froggy Secret Sound. What's your guess? Is it cutting up lettuce? I am so sorry. That is not the Froggy Secret Sound, but you're still getting five free car washes to Splash Express Car Wash. Awesome, thank you. We are adding some cash to the jackpot. We're adding $15, so the next time you play, you can win $706 with Jen at 120 Awesome. You also have another chance at 320 today with Dano, but you are going to Splash Express Car Wash thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Listen to Froggy 92.9 weekdays at 720, 120, and 320 to hear the Froggy secret sound again. And for your chance to call in and be the first to correctly guess it and win $500 plus country summer tickets. You'll also get a five-pack of free car washes at Splash Express Car Wash just for making a guess from Froggy 92.9. Oh, man, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's so gross. That's gross. Hey, that's gross. Gross. You are right. That was gross. Amber, I witnessed a food crime. Oh, no. Did you call the police? I should have. It was that gross. (laughs) So I saw the new Spider-Man movie on Saturday. Really excited about it. Great movie. When I walked into the theater, I sat on my seat, went to go put my soda in the cup holder, and thank God I looked inside before I did because some animal, some vicious beast used the cup holder at the movie theater as a dipping cup for their mustard. They literally squirted their mustard in the cup holder. Oh my gosh. And I posted a picture of it on my Instagram story and I could not believe it. And I especially can't believe that a person was just sitting at the movies and thought, yeah, I'm just going to squirt my mustard right into this cup holder. I had no idea what it was at first when you posted it. I was like, what is it? What is what is that? It looked like slime at first. Right. I thought maybe a kid was playing with slime and put it in the cup holder. But it was mustard? Yeah, I could not believe That's it. even worse. I smelled it. That's how curious I was. I was like, no way somebody did this. Imagine, imagine being alone in a theater and seeing <laughs> someone like lean down and sniff a cup holder. I mean, that. <laughs> I just can't believe somebody did that. I've never seen something like that. Amber, have you ever witnessed a food crime? Yes. One time I was at a fast food restaurant back home in Milledgeville, and I saw a girl put salt on her fries and then lick the salt shaker. What? No. And then go, mmm. And I was like, oh. Oh my god. So gosh. now I won't use salt shakers, especially in fast food restaurants. But mostly now they have the packets. Yeah. Well, that's probably why. Much cleaner. They're like, we have too many people around here licking <laughs> these salt shakers. Sickos. Sickos. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Adam. Adam's really excited to spend the holidays with his in-laws, but Barry Martindale's going to say there's going to be some rules. Hello? Hi, is this Adam? Uh, Yeah, this is Adam speaking. Adam, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I have an understanding that you're spending the holidays with your in-laws this year. Yeah, 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 I am. (laughs) I'm sure you're excited, but there is one major problem uh, that your in-laws have. Okay, what would that be? Were you aware that you have the manners of a five-year-old boy? No, I, I would not describe myself 
in that way. Well, your in-laws certainly think so. I have some things from your in-laws that they've written for me. Uh, apparently, you're an elbows on the tables kind of fella. My in-laws wrote to you saying I'm an elbows on the table. They also told me that you eat more food than you should and you, you're not very good at sharing. I don't know what this is. I, this does not sound like my in-laws. First of all, that's not even true. I'm very good at sharing. Uh, my wife will tell you that. My friends will tell you that. I'm a great sharer. I pride myself on being a sharer. We're going to have to implement some new rules to follow. You're going to have to be on your P's and Q's, buddy, because I'm coming to your Christmas this year and making sure you're in line. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely. You're not invited to my family's Christmas. I don't even know who you are. Brenda and Steve invited me. I don't know what to tell you. Brenda and Steve, did not, what are you talking about? All right, I can get them on the phone right now, and I can verify that. And you're going to look like a real idiot, all right? Because you are not invited to my family's Christmas. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Are you kidding me? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Amber, I know you're going to roll your eyes at me. I don't do that. Never. (laughs) Never. Uh, But you know I love fake Christmas trees. I absolutely do. And you know who else does? Kane Brown. You know, a fake Christmas tree just pops out of the box. And this is easy and simple. And I already have hard times decorating Christmas trees as it is. So I like the ones that come out with the lights on them already. I mean, Kane Brown said it has to be true, right? What is wrong with his voice? Is it just so deep the mic can't pick it up? I think so. I I think his voice is so deep it passes microphones. I'm Kane Brown. I'm Kane Brown. (laughs) Uh, So, as you know, Amber, I'm Team Fake Tree, and I discovered another reason why. So my girlfriend went home for the holidays, and I'm going to go there too eventually. Um, But I remembered, since Christmas is going to be over by the time I get home, I might as well take down the tree now. And instead of having to dispose of it, recycle it, throw it away, I just put it back in the box and back in the closet. You've already done it? I've already done it. I did it last night. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's weird, but it is weird. Maybe. You need to enjoy Christmas as much as you can. And even when you and your girlfriend get back home, you'd be like, oh, the tree's still up. We're still celebrating. Do you think she's going to be mad at me? Because I didn't even ask her. (gasps) Oh, geez. I might have just messed up big time. You didn't ask? No, I just did I have a feeling she's not going to care. She might. <laughs> now that I think about Wait, it. when do you come back home? I come back home the day after Christmas. So I'll be home that Sunday, and she's not coming oh. back until, I think, the new year. Well, that's fine. If she's yeah. not coming back till the new year, why not? Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, Grace from Katani is on hold right now, and she transitioned from a real tree to a fake tree because of her dad. We set up the Christmas tree. Our cat wouldn't leave it alone, which is usual. But for some reason, he really was, like, intent. Like, there was no stopping him. There was a rat in the Christmas tree. My dad burned the tree. And then we went and bought a fake one. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. If you stopped by the toy drive at 3rd Street L Works yesterday, just want to say thank you. And I want to give a huge shout out to you, Tanner, and the guys at 3rd Street L Works for doing it and putting it together and putting all that hard work into it as well. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of great donations. And just, again, we appreciate you. 
So if you stop by, I'm sorry that I missed you. I just want to explain. I had my COVID booster shot scheduled for Saturday for like months in advance. And I didn't want to reschedule it. I kind of knew I was going to get sick because the last time I had my shot, I got real sick. Didn't you too, Tanner? With my booster? No, 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 with your last shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super sick. So I unfortunately had to get a full dose instead of a booster because I'm immune compromised. So I woke up at 1 a.m. on Sunday, like got out of my bed. I had the chills. I put my big like robe on and I walked to the kitchen and I was like, Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like grabbed some Gatorade and Tylenol and I got back in bed and cuddled up real tight and just kept those fluids in my body all day long. That's incredibly important. And that is what they told me when I left that day. They were like, plenty of fluids, plenty of fluids, and rest. Mm -hmm. And that is my best advice to feeling sick after your booster or COVID-19 shot. And I don't know if there's really anything else you can do. Well, one thing that I did, so when I got my booster, I was pretty much fine after my booster. And I think that's... uh, the reason why is because I drank Pedialyte right after I got my shot and I was moving my arm, chugging Pedialyte on my way home and that's what helped me. Well, these symptoms I want everyone to do, it does not mean that you're sick. They signal that your body's immune system is responding to the shots and it's kind of a good thing. But if you have any advice about how to protect yourself from getting those chills and all those other symptoms, we'd love to hear it. So give us a call. 707-636-1467. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. About eight months ago, I broke my rib because I fell in the shower. Amber, do you remember that? How could I forget? (laughs) And I just got to say, I fell in the shower again. What in the world is wrong with me? Stop doing that. I have never even met someone that has fallen in the shower twice in one year it blows my mind maybe my like grandma or something yeah not like my 25 year old co-host right what i just can't believe it. what is the matter with me what, what are you is doing going in there i'm doing nothing are you crazy. just like spilling shampoo and just like playing in it and then falling <laughs> just making a day out of it no i honest to god i am so careful in the shower after i broke my ribs apparently not so on friday i was taking a shower and I don't know what happened, but I slipped and fell again, and I fell over like the the ending of the shower, brought my curtain down and everything, and there was an Amazon box on the floor that I put my hands on so I didn't rack my ribs again. What do you mean there was an Amazon box in the floor in your bathroom? I'm a slob. <laughs> and so I think because of my slobbiness, I avoided another trip to the hospital. I mean, sure. <sighs> you could just avoid... Your shower altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Just not take showers. Try to take baths or something. I don't something. think there's any other option for you at this point. It's not safe in there for you. We, you can't. <laughs> you literally cannot be trusted. Thankfully, I got some DMs on my Instagram, and some people are giving some great advice, kind of like Jen from Froggy92.9. She said, please get a life alert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you needed that anyway when you turned 25, your oh, old man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Simone from Santa Rosa says, will you please get a mat for your tub? <laughs> and Daisy from Rona Park, this one made me feel really old. She said, is it time to get a handrail? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. 
So next week, I'll be visiting the Calistoga Inn and restaurant for lunch. It's something my uh, fiance stepdad wants to go and do. Now, Calistoga is a bit of a drive from Santa Rosa, but it's like it's like an hour plus, right, yeah, Tanner? It's doable. I like the drive quite a bit. And you've been there before, right? Oh, yeah. I went to the Petrified uh, Tree Forest and I had a lot of fun. So I'm looking at a few things to do while I'm there. The Petrified Forest might be one of them. We got Miley from Sonoma on the phone. Miley, what is your recommendation? Okay, so I live in Sonoma Valley, but I work in St. Helena. Okay. And I just heard Amber talk about Calistoga. Yeah. And I know you're from the South and you probably know a lot of good barbecue. But if you go to Calistoga, you got to go to Buster's. Buster's. You know... <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. I, you know, I'm I'm so open to trying all kinds of new barbecue. But Amber, you must go to Buster's. <laughs> oh my god, so delicious. So what are what should what should I get at Buster's? I mean, I always get the tri tip, but I've tasted the pulled pork. The pulled pork's good. I mean, I've had a hot link. The hot links are good. Like, I mean, ugh, barbecue. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.